Hi, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker. We're excited to bring you this series of messages studying the time of Christ from the trial to His triumph. In this series, we'll look at the night before Jesus is crucified. Then we'll look at the seven sayings of the cross. Then we'll conclude with the resurrection. I'm excited to have Dr. Alan Barker preaching part of the messages and also Brother Justin Cooper from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, closing us out on the resurrection of Christ. Hope you enjoy this message today. All right, if you have your Bible, turn with me today, please, in the Gospel of John, chapter number 20, and uh, actually chapter 19, and I want to deal with verse number 30 today. John chapter 19, and uh, let's back up in verse number 28 and talk to you out verse 28 today. Of all the seven sayings that's mentioned on the cross of Calvary, and as of right now, we've been through five of them, my pastor and I have. And today I want to deal with the sixth saying, which is found in John chapter 19 and verse 28. Of all the sayings that's mentioned here in the Word of God, and those that are mentioned, uh, what the seven sayings from the cross, this one to me probably is my favorite one. Down through the years of 46 years of preaching and all those years of pastoring, these years of full-time evangelism, uh, I probably have used this verse and probably have used this saying uh, more than any other saying, uh, the seven that's mentioned on the cross. And if you have your Bible, I want to read this morning out of the Gospel of John chapter 19. <clears throat> and notice with me, please, and verse 28. And after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the Scriptures might be fulfilled, saith... I thirst, I thirst. Then he goes down in verse number 30, and uh, verse number 30 says, When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished, and he bowed his head, and he gave up the ghost. The statement found here in verse number 30 today, It is finished. Again, I probably have used that saying more than any other saying of the seven sayings that's mentioned on the cross of Calvary. I'm glad I can report to you today in verse number 30 here, Jesus saying right before he gives up the ghost, right before he dies, right before they take him and put him in a tomb, Jesus is saying here in this verse here today, that it is finished. And uh, he met all the divine requirements of, of salvation that God so required. Uh, thank God is complete. Thank God is finished today. And nothing can be added to that today. It is finished today, he says here in verse number 30. And it simply means it means to bring to a close. Uh, it means to complete. Uh, it means to finish what he started. It is finished today. It is finished. The sufferings of him uh, dying on the cross and the suffering uh, dying for the sins of the world. It is soon going to be finished now. And he's getting ready to release his spirit back to the Father. And uh, it is finished today. It is finished is a great statement today. You know, there's a difference today in saying uh, that it is finished, uh, then I am finished. Uh, again, I want to say that today. There's two different sayings today. Uh, I am finished simply means I have quit. I am finished simply means I've dropped out. 
I am finished today simply means I, I, I'm no longer in the race. But he didn't say, I, I am finished. He said, it is finished today. And when he said that, that just simply means today uh, that it's done. Thank God it's finished today and nothing else can be added to it today. I'm thankful today on the cross of Calvary, our blessed, wonderful Lord died for the sins of the world and completed what he started. Uh, it is finished today. I'm glad because of that we have assurance of salvation today. Uh, because of that today we have a hope of heaven today. Because of that we have peace with God today. Because of that we have the gospel story the heart of Christianity is the fact today that it is finished uh, today. I want to give you two or three things out of this verse here today about it is finished today. First of all I want to say to you in verse number 30 again let me read it again. Uh, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar he said it is finished, uh, and he bowed his head, and he gave up the ghost. Uh, I want to tell you today, thank God it's finished today. The sick saying here of the cross of Calvary, it is finished today. And again, I want to say to you today, everything that God required now on the cross of Calvary uh, is finished today. Two or three things about the verse today. First of all, I want to say to you today, the Son declared that it's finished. The Son of God himself here in verse number 30 today, he declared that it is finished. You say, preacher, what is finished today? Well, uh, let me say the sufferings of Christ now is now coming to an end. Thank God it is finished today. Uh, the sufferings of Christ now uh, is now is coming to an end. It is finished today. You say, preacher, what do you mean? Well, the Bible said that he would come. He would go to the cross of Calvary. And there he would suffer and die uh, for the sins of the world. Matthew 16 and verse 21. I talked about how that he would suffer many things and die and be raised from the dead. If you'll study your Bible today, you'll find that he suffered many different places. As a matter of fact, there's three uh, special places, if you'll study, uh, that he suffered. First of all, he suffered in Gethsemane. Then I want to say number two, he suffered at Gabbath. And then I want to say number three, he suffered at Golgotha. And those sufferings now are coming to an end. Thank God now it's finished and it's done. I thought about those three places, Gethsemane, Gabbath, and also here, uh, Golgotha. Uh, when you study about those three places, those three places has a, a special meaning when you study it. And the Garden of Gethsemane, the Bible said that he prayed, and his sweat become as great drops of blood. And may I say to you, if the devil could have done what he wanted to do uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he would have caused our Lord to die there, even in the Garden of Gethsemane. He was not to die in the Garden, he was to die at Golgotha. And uh, so I want to say, even in Gethsemane, uh, Satan done everything he could there uh, to uh, cause the Son of God to die there and not go to the cross of Calvary. He didn't only suffer at Gethsemane, he also suffered at Gabbath. And if you study John chapter number 19 and in verse number 13, you'll find that was the place where they tried him. That's where the mockery trial took place. That's where he stood before the elders and stood before Pilate. And uh, that was called Gabbath. And uh, that was man's hour when he stood before those men there. But I want to say at Golgotha he didn't only suffer at Gethsemane he didn't only suffer at Galbath but I want to say he suffered at Golgotha thank God the place of the skull died on the cross of Calvary I paid the sin dead in full that you and I could be saved today. I was thinking about these verses here and I was also thinking about these uh 
three places here uh, where our Lord suffered. Gethsemane, uh, that was Satan's arm. He tried to do everything he could to kill the Son of God in the garden. Uh, Gabbath was man's arm. Man stepped the lowest they ever stepped at, at Gabbath, our, uh, that mockery trial that night. But I want to say Golgotha was God's hour. Let me say that again. Gethsemane were, uh, simply was Satan's hour trying to kill the Son of God. Uh, Gabbath was man's hour. Man stepped the lowest he ever stepped at Gabbath. Uh, but I don't say Golgotha, that was God's hour. He said, when I see the travail of his soul, I shall be satisfied. Now, I will tell you, thank God he suffered, he hung, he bled, he died, and he finished, he accomplished what he started. I say to you today, the Son declared uh, that it's finished today. He declared that it's finished today. Now, when I look at Calvary, I when I look at what all the Son of God went through, I'll tell you what, that humbles my heart today, uh, that humbles my spirit, that humbles my heart, that makes me want to get somewhere on an altar and say, thank God uh, for sending your Son to pay the sin debt and finish the sin debt that I could be saved uh, by the good grace of God. He suffered like no other man ever suffered. If you study, uh, you'll find that he wore a crown of thorns, uh, that I could wear a crown of life. Uh, he was, had a mockery robe that I could wear a robe of righteousness. Uh, he was scourged that you and I could be set free. Uh, he died that you and I could live. Uh, he suffered our hell that we could enjoy his heaven. I say to you this morning, uh, he, uh, he did that for you and he did that for me. He become the son of man that I could become the son of God. And I want to say he suffered like no other man. I say the son declared his finished. You say, preacher, what's finished? Well, I want to say, first of all, Oh, the sufferings of Christ is finished. But then I want to say uh, he declared it's finished. What else is finished, preacher? I want to say the prophecy of Christ's coming is now finished. The Bible said in our text verse in verse 30, how when Jesus received the vinegar, he said it is finished. Well, look at verse 28 it is, verse 28. And after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, or that the scriptures might be fulfilled. And uh, I want to say uh, the son declared his finish because of the suffering. He declared his finish because of the prophecy of Christ is now done. The suffering is now done. The prophecy that it was prophesied how that he would come is now done. I want to say he declared his finish the sin debt how that was to be paid and be paid in full he is now paid thank God that you, and I, you and I could be saved today. Bible said in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 12 uh, but this man after that he had offered one sacrifice for sin uh, uh, forever set down on the right hand of God. Hey I'm glad it's finished today. I want to tell you today that sin debt has been paid in full that uh, you and I could be saved today. Can I just say this to you today? If you're trying to work out your salvation, are you trying to work to be saved today? Can I tell you something today? You don't have to do a thing. Thank God it's done. It's finished. All you got to do is trust the blood of the Son of God and put faith in him, realize you're a sinner, realize Christ died for you, and put faith in him, and you can be saved today. If you could add works to that, that would be a work salvation. And it's not a work salvation. I thank God it's a salvation by grace today. You and I don't deserve it. You and I didn't deserve it. But he did it. He freely paid the price. You and I could be saved today. So I want to say, what is finished, preacher? Well, the sin debt is now finished. You say, preacher, what is finished? Well, I want to say, his earthly ministry 
as far as being here on earth, it's now done. The Bible said in John 17 and verse 14, uh, uh, John 17 and verse number 4, I have finished the work that thou hast given me to do. I'm glad he accomplished it. I'm glad he finished it. So I want to say, first of all, in the text here today, he said, it is finished. You say, preacher, uh, what is finished? Well, I want to say the Son of God himself declared that it's finished. But then I want to say number two today, how the text today, not only the Son of God declared it's finished, I want to say to you today, the Father confirmed how the Father confirmed it's finished. And the Father confirmed it many different ways. First of all, he confirmed it by Rent in the veil of the temple. How uh, you remember while the Son of God is hanging on the cross of Calvary? Those last three hours he's on the cross. How uh, the darkness from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. How uh, during that dark hour, during that time, listen to what happened. Matthew 27 and verse 51. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent from top to bottom. And the earth did quake, and the rocks ran. And the graves were open, and many of the bodies of the saints which slept arose, and came out of the graves after uh, the resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared to many. I will say the Father confirmed it is finished, uh, simply by renting the veil of the temple. And again, I want to remind you, that veil was rent from top to bottom. Not from bottom to top, but from top to bottom. You know why? Because it's God reaching down to man. Not man reaching up to God. How about God reaching down to man? And I want to say God's always took the initiative in salvation and seeking men. You don't just decide one day you're going to find God. I'm sure you've heard this statement down through the years. Well, I found the Lord. Well, I want to say to you, you didn't find him. You know why you didn't find him? Because he's never been lost. Amen. You found him. You didn't find him. He found you. How you didn't reach up to God, God reached down to you. So I would say the veil was rent from top uh, all the way down to the bottom. And when you think about the rent of that veil, what a tremendous thought. How that veil was not just some little uh, piece of cloth like his handkerchief today. It wasn't just some little thin a piece of blanket or cloth that had been put there. When you study about that veil, you'll find that veil was actually thicker than the palm of your hand today. And uh, to check that veil before they would ever use it, two things would happen. First of all, they would take that veil and they would stretch it all four corners as tight as they could stretch it in the sunlight, noonday, in the sunlight. And if one spot of the sun shone through that veil, that veil was rejected. Another way they would check that veil, how before it being used, they would hook a team of oxen at every corner of the veil and pull it, pull it in four different directions. And if it ran or tired in either place, how the veil was rejected. How again, it was as thick as the thick palm of your head. And I'll say to you, how that veil was rent from top to bottom. Thank God that was an unseen hand. God the Father, how confirming the fact that Jesus Christ had it finished he ripped the veil from top all the way to the bottom that unseen hand of God may I say to you this morning he confirmed his finish by ridding the veil of the temple today and I'll just say to you today thank God we've got a new and a living way thank God we can walk into the throne room of God today because the veil of the temple is from top to bottom by the way can I say this to you today how that veil is a picture of the Lord Jesus' body. 
and it was rent. It was tore on the cross of Calvary. And because of that today, you and I can go straight in to the veil, straight into the throne room of God today. So I'll say the Father confirmed this finish today. I simply by ridding the veil from top to bottom. Then I want to say this to you today, how the Father confirmed this finish today because he raised him from the dead. Bible said in Romans chapter number, <coughs> chapter number one and verse four, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Hey, the Father confirmed this finish because of the resurrection from the dead. I want to tell you, 72 hours after being crucified, 72 hours after going through what he went through, 72 hours after all the pain and all the suffering, 72 hours later, thank God, up from the grave he arose. How with a mighty triumph, are you listening to me? The Father confirmed this finish because he raised from the dead. How the Father confirmed this finish because he rent the veil from top to bottom. But may I say this to you today? <coughs> the Father confirmed this finish because he exalted him and put him at the right hand of God. I want to tell you, thank God after he rose, hung around 40 days, ascended back to heaven and has sat down on the right hand of the Father today and exalted to be the Son of God. Wherefore God highly exalted him and given him a name that's above every name. And may I say to you today, the Father confirmed this finish because he raised him from the dead. You see, the thing that separates you and I from and Christianity today from all other religions, all the other religions has a leader that's dead. They have a leader that's in a tomb. They have a leader that's in a graveyard somewhere. How you can go to those places of whom they worship, how those earthly leaders, and you'll find their bodies somewhere in a graveyard. But I will tell you, you go to Jerusalem today and go out to the little garden there, out the garden tomb. You know what? He's not there. Thank God he's alive today. And he's seated at the right hand of the Father today. I say the Father confirmed it's finished because he rent the veil from top to bottom. How because he raised him from the dead. How because he exalted him at the right hand of the Father. Hey, it is finished today. It's finished today. Uh, the word here, and of course you know the word, uh, in verse number 30, it is finished. Uh, I don't know if I pronounce this right or not. Uh, it's the word to tell us In other words, it's done. It's completed. Nothing can be added to it to tell us uh, That was a servant's word in the Lord's day. Uh, during the Lord's day and during the Apostle Paul's day, how those servants would come into their master every morning. And the servant would say to the master, what is my assignment today? What is it I'm supposed to do today? Show me what I'm supposed to do today. And the servant would get his orders from the master that morning. Late in the afternoon, sometimes even at night, that servant would come back into the master, and here's what he would say. To tell us, it's finished, I have completed I have accomplished, I have done everything you asked me to do. Can I tell you something, friend? I will tell you when the Lord Jesus ascended back to heaven, thank God, and stood before the Father. It's finished, I finished it, I accomplished it, I've done what I'm supposed to do. Hey, I'll tell you today, it's finished today because the Father confirmed it. It's finished today because the Son declared it. But then I want to say quickly to you today, it's finished today because the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, proved it. You say, what do you mean the Holy Ghost proved it? Well, if you look in John chapter number 14, Jesus said this. 
He said, when I get back to heaven, I'm going to send the Spirit of God back. How when I get back to heaven, how, uh, he the Holy Ghost, John 14, verse 16 through 17, how I'll send him back. And may I say to you today, the Spirit of God proves the fact. I thank God that it's finished today. And by the way, you know what the Spirit of God's doing today? I'll not read all this, but if you study John 14, now through John 16, you'll find out what he's doing. First of all, he's calling the sinner. Isn't that good? He said, when the Spirit of God comes, he'll reprove the world of sin. John 16, verse 8 and 9. I'll reprove the world of sin. That word reprove there is a legal term. And uh, it also means to bring to light. It means to expose. Or it means to convict. And what he's saying today, the Holy Spirit, when he come, he would convict, he would reprove, he would convince, he would show a world that the lost without God. And that's what the Spirit of God's doing today. Hey, come here, man. You know this? Every time I preach the Word of God these 46 years, and every time you preach the Word of God, if you're a preacher, when that Spirit of God convicts that person that's lost and draws that sinner that's lost and draws them to God, you know what? Holy Ghost is saying, it's finished. <laughs> it's finished. It's done. It's done because the Spirit of God is calling the sinner. He confirmed it not only by the Spirit of God proving it, he calls the sinner, but he comforts the saint. Because the Bible said in John 16 and verse number 7 that when he comes, uh, he'll not leave us comfortless. He'll not leave us as some orphan child that doesn't have a father, doesn't have a mother. But the Spirit of God, thank God, will come on the inside. He'll comfort your heart. He'll comfort my heart. He'll not leave us as some child that doesn't have a mother or dead. But thank God, He'll comfort you and I. I say to you today, the Holy Ghost today, I proves the fact that He finished. He's finished because the Spirit of God proved it. How the Spirit of God's calling sinners. How the Spirit of God today is comforting the saints. But may I say the Spirit of God is controlling the saint. He said, I'll guide you. I'll direct you, John 16, verse 13. I'll guide you. I'll direct you and all truth. Hey, I will tell you something today. Listen to me. The Spirit of God simply proves the fact how that is finished today. I want to give my last thought and I'm done. I want to say, first of all, it's finished. How do we know it? The Son declared it. How do we know it? The Father confirmed it. How do we know it? The Holy Spirit today proves it today as simply because of what He's doing. But then I want to say, we know it's finished today because of the believer's experience. How the believer's experience. Uh, that night I got saved. I got saved on the 22nd day of October, 1970, on a Thursday night between 9.30 and 10 o'clock. I asked the Lord Jesus to come into my heart that night and save me by the good grace of God. And I'll say the believer's experience today had declares that it's finished because I have peace in my heart, because I know I'm going to heaven, because I know God changed my life. You know what that's saying today? It's finished. Thank God. It's finished today. And uh, hey, listen to me today. It's finished today. You don't have to add anything to it. Hey, it's finished. It's done. Thank God. I hear it's done. It's finished today. By the way, can I say this? It's a free gift. It doesn't cost you anything. It is a free gift. And because of that, you know what the Lord said? I have finished it. You don't have to add nothing to it. It's paid in full. It's finished today. Uh, by the way, that is a good deal. And I'm sure you that's watching this today, everybody likes to get a good deal. 
<laughs> I don't even think I ought to go to Hardy's and pay full price for the meal to you. I think I ought to chill him a little bit. But anyhow, I, I would say to you, uh, because of that, it's free today. It's finished today. It's free today. You can't add anything to it. I begin to study about this word, to tell us that. And you know what the word simply means? It don't only mean it's finished, but the word to tell us also means this today. It's free. It doesn't cost a dime. It's a great deal. They tell me in Israel, even to this day, you go there and they have those markets set up uh, downtown Jerusalem in different places. They have these markets set up. And uh, it's like going to a flea market, so to speak. And you know what they'll do? You walk up to one booth, and uh, those Jews on the other side of the next market will say this, or the next booth over will say this, I got a deal. I got a deal, don't buy it there. I got a deal. I got a deal, don't buy it there. I got a deal. And you know what Jesus is saying on the cross of Calvary? It is finished. I've got a deal. It doesn't cost you a dime. I want to tell you, thank God it's free. Come without money. Come without price. It's finished today. It doesn't cost a dime. Oh, listen to me today. The believer's experience today says it's finished today. Can I say this in closing? One of these days... You and I will get to witness the fact of the devil himself being bound and put in a pit forever and forever and forever. And you know what that's saying? It's finished. It's done. Hey, I've already read the last chapter. I know exactly how it's all going to turn out. I don't know what's going to happen between here and there, but I know what's happening right now. And I know what's going to happen at the end. At the end, the Son of God's going to be in heaven. The saints of God's going to be with him and the devil's going to be put in the pit forever. You know what he's saying? It's finished. It's done. It's finished. You know, I was reading this some time ago. This word to tell us that was a salesman's word. I got a deal. It was a servant's word. Uh, it's finished. But I don't say this word to tell us is a, a soldier's word. They tell me in the olden days when the battle was won and the victory was won and the battle was over, there would be one soldier that would come back to town in front of everybody else. And he'd come back into town ahead of the troops waving the flag, waving the flag, hollering out to tell us die, to tell us die, to tell us die. You know what he was saying? We won, we won, we won. Can I tell you something today? Because it's finished today, thank God, how we have, we have won today. Hey, through the Lord Jesus Christ, hey, we have won. The devil's going to be put in a pit. You and I are going to shout for all eternity. Hallelujah, it's finished today. It's finished today. I thought about this in closing. When you study about Satan, let me tell you what's happened to him. First of all, he's been bruised. That death blow... Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 was fulfilled at the cross of Calvary. It said it would bruise his heel and the Lord would bruise his head. And may I say to you, Satan has been bruised. I will say number two, Satan has been beat because on the cross of Calvary they went around and around the invisible battle. That invisible battle. And when it was all said and done, thank God, as Satan has been beat. May I say one of these days, Satan is going to be bound. Revelation chapter 20 and verse number 2, he's going to be bound one day. And then may I say one day in Revelation 20 and verse number 10, as Satan's going to burn. Get that again. I say to you, the Son of God was manifested to bruise him, had to beat him, to bound him, 
and to burn him. <laughs> hey, you say, preacher, what are you shouting about? I'm shouting because it's done. Thank God it's finished today. Hey, I say to you again, the Son declared it's finished. The Father confirmed it's finished. The Spirit of God proved it's finished. And every believer's experience in Christ today says it's done to tell us now, thank God it's finished today. Heavenly Father, we're grateful today that we have a complete salvation today. I'm glad nothing can, take, can be taken from it and nothing can be added to it because thank God it's finished today. Hallelujah. What a Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. At the close today, I would like to say thank you again for taking out time to listen to this message. Hope you found it to be a great help to you. You can also view it again on our YouTube channel, then also listen to it on our podcast. Our podcast is Amazing Grace Baptist Church, Mount Airy. I would like to say thank you to Dr. Alan Barker and also to Brother Justin Cooper for helping us with this series of messages. Hope that you found it to be a tremendous blessing to your life.